So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And hey, if you haven't joined my free Facebook group, it's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. Uh, I wanted to personally extend an invitation to you. Um, I talked about this in a little bit more detail a couple episodes back. I'm not going to go into it again, but basically we are continuing to just brainstorm ways that we can provide free, valuable content to you guys. And so in addition to this podcast, which is daily, in addition to our Instagram account, which is daily, in addition to the last relapse, which I spent $10,000 on to get published, over $10,000 actually, that you can get completely free of charge, we are now doing free live trainings in our Facebook community every single week. I would love for you to get a chance to be a part of them. And to be honest, I would love to meet you. I mean, I, I just love interacting with people in person. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and so I would love for you guys to be there. And all you have to do is just join Deep Clean Inner Circle. And literally every week, you can get questions answered. We'll leave some time for Q&As. And you can have a chance to get a live training from me. Uh, that's kind of the one thing that's been missing from everything we've offered that's been uh, at no cost is something that is live. And so this is a chance for you to get that from me. And I would love for you to be there. It's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. There is a link in the show notes. You just click on that and we'll take you there. Also, if you haven't listened to yesterday's interview, uh, you need to go back and listen to it. Uh, it's with Dr. Jake Porter. We talk about attachment theory and addiction. And I've literally been like chomping at the bit for honestly, I don't even know how long. Like we're talking like months, uh, maybe a year plus to get this interview with Dr. Jake Porter to have a, a, a seasoned expert talk about attachment theory in the context of addiction. And it was so good. Guys, if you go back and you apply even just a fraction of what he teaches there, you will take huge strides towards recovery. Attachment theory is so important. Uh, I don't want to waste any more time here. I want to get into today's content. But man, if you haven't listened to episode 405 with Dr. Jake Porter on attachment theory, please do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to it. All right, today we're talking about finding connection with your spouse when you are healing. So the, this conversation comes up often because when you start to embark on the healing journey, um, the reality is your interactions can often be clouded by recovery, right? Where it's like every time we talk, we're talking about recovery. Every time we talk, we're talking about some trauma that's come up. And what what tends to happen sometimes is people feel like they're losing their their connection, right? They're, they're just like, oh, it's so heavy every time we interact and it's always intense. And I can just tell that like we're not feeling more connected after these interactions. And so if you're reaching that point, um, what we're going to talk about today are just some ways that you can restore connection. We're going to talk about some best practices for, you know, when you are having ongoing conversations with your wife, how to do this well so that you're not, um, I don't know, so that you're not, you're, you're not basically straining the relationship with your recovery and all of the, you know, more inner, deeper inner stuff that comes with it. And ultimately, how to just make sure that recovery and the way you handle it facilitates connection, because that's really what the goal is. Okay, so let's um, let's jump into this and let's uh, let's let's get right to it. The reality is, this is actually a life skill. This is not specific to recovery. Um, 
and I'm going to I'm going to illustrate with a personal example. When Shaloma and I dated, we we actually were long distance, quote unquote. Uh, I have lots of friends who did long distance overseas. And so that's why I say quote unquote, because Shaloma and I were only a 90 minute drive from each other. But um, the point is, you know, I couldn't just hop in my car and, and head over. So we had to plan. And basically, uh, we had a particular evening that was date night. And so I would always drive down. Um, I would see her for date night. And I shouldn't say I would always drive down those first seven months where we were long distance. We did it as best as we could. But once we were in the same city, then date night was Wednesday night. And it still is to this very day, uh, you know, six years later since we first got together. I think that's right. It's Actually, I think it's longer than that. Anyway, uh, it's at least six years. My wife would probably go crazy if she found if she heard me fumbling over uh, timelines. But anyway, um, so. Here's the thing. When we got, uh, when we were first dating, um, or you know, we're in that like first year ish, it's all daisies and roses, right? And and so when we have date night, we're connecting and we're getting to know each other, and like it's just naturally like very romantic and connecting, and there's no effort required. It's just date night is date night, and date night's freaking awesome. Let's do this for the rest of our lives, right? Then we got engaged, and about a month after we got engaged, Shaloma got sick. So you can imagine that when we had date night, because we, we continued date night through all those seasons, when we had date night, uh, it was very tempting to talk about wedding planning. It was very tempting to talk about her treatments or her sickness, or uh, it was very tempting to just talk about the, the, the logistics you know, concerning her health and all that kind of stuff. But the question we ask is, does it help our connection? And it's so easy to justify like, yes, like if we talk about wedding planning, I'm really stressed about it. So if we talk about it, then I won't be stressed and then I can connect. And so it'll help our connection. No, 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 no. That's bogus. That's absolute bogus. That's so indirect. Does this have a direct impact on your connection? At the end of this conversation, will you feel more connected? That's the question. So uh, that was the filter that we used when we were engaged. Uh, it was mentors of us who, who taught us that. I'm so grateful they did because we definitely would have like let the wedding planning and the chaos of that season sort of infiltrate our date nights, but we didn't. And we we always made sure that even if they, sometimes they would veer like, you know, unintentionally they would veer into uh, wedding talk or whatever. And we would just say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, well, let, let's talk. We'll talk about that tomorrow. This is date night. Let's just talk about us. So, um, that's the first illustration, and that illustration is to demonstrate that boundaries are very important, okay? And uh, what I would say is if you don't have a regular connecting time with your wife, a weekly time, you need to. And the purpose of it is not to talk through plans. It's not even to pray together. You could do that at the end. But the goal is actually to connect on like a heart level, heart to heart, face to face, human to human, purely just for the opportunity for you guys to strengthen the bond between the two of you. So we have married friends and they do they do this as well. They have a weekly date night and when they're out, they don't talk about the kids. Um, they don't talk about, you know, um, anything that's, that has to do with the practicals of running their home or whatever. It is about just hearing how each other's doing, um, you know, maybe talking through like, hey, you know, that was a little bit of a rough interaction with you the other day. Um, you okay if we talk about it? Because again, these conversations are going to facilitate connection, right? If they're done properly, obviously we're talking about conflict resolution now, which is kind of another animal. But the point is we, we are trying to talk about things with the intention of connecting, with the intention of bonding. And that's the filter that we should be looking through. So yeah, if you're in recovery, your interaction should not be all about 
you know, your recovery situation and healing. And even when you're connecting on a heart-to-heart level, obviously, if there's major stuff going on, of course, you're going to bring it up and share it. She would love to hear that. But it would be good for you to share about things that are beyond the scope of recovery, like how is work going? You know, um, how are your relationships with your family or your friends? Uh, they want they want to hear about these things. This is how you connect, right? And so these are actually skills that we teach our clients, and it's why we always get reports back from their wives that are like, I don't know what you did to her husband, but thank you. This is amazing. Uh, you know, I don't even recognize him anymore or his anger issues are gone or, you know, whatever it might be uh, because we actually teach these skills. But the point here is that you want to you want to just make sure that you're you're regularly setting aside time to uh, interact and engage purely for the purpose of connection. Here's the thing, because you might be like, okay, yeah, Cynthia, but like, what if there's something really urgent or something really important we need to talk about? Like, isn't it okay like to deviate every once in a while? The the short answer is no. And the reason is because if it really is urgent, then you will find other times to talk about it, right? Like the, the, the goal, the way you win in life is you prioritize the things that otherwise would not be prioritized, the things that aren't urgent, right? The things that aren't demanding your time and attention every waking minute, but the things that absolutely matter to move the needle forward. If you can prioritize those things, you win, whether we're talking about relationships, business, faith, etc. So how do you find connection when you're healing? Well, for starters, you need to dedicate a consistent time to connect. And then you need to set some some boundaries and some parameters upon what you can and what you cannot discuss and engage with during that time, right? The filter is, will this directly impact our connection in a positive way? And if it checks that box, it's probably fair game to discuss, all right? So that's what we did when we were engaged. Now, it's interesting when we're dating, um, and you know we've had different seasons where we're working through stuff. Like my wife's gone through a lot of uh, trauma therapy, and so there's seasons where she really wants to talk about that a lot. Um, I've gone through seasons of you know much deeper heart healing and uh, a lot of stress with the business at times. And so I've obviously been like working through that stuff as well. Um, and it's very interesting because uh, it, it's it's become a fine line, right? Like I I like sharing about business because it's a huge part of my life. Doing what I do with you guys, like I love this, so it's just easy for me to talk about it. Um, but the the question is. Can I talk about business things or work things in a way that fosters our connection? So I'm not talking about practicals, but I'm talking about, yeah, this is going on the business. Here's how it's impacting me. Here's how I feel about it. Um, You know, trying to open up and share those depths of my heart with her so that it's not just talking about something pragmatic or logistical, but it's actually it's actually facilitating connection. Right. It's fostering a bonding experience. And that should really be the goal. So. Um, I hope I hope that gives you guys some insights. Um, this is not like a perfect formula, but the ultimate the ultimate solution here is you need a connection time that is set aside that you guys can commit to, and it has to be a non-negotiable. And then the other things will take care of itself. And sorry, this is the last thing I wanted to say. If you're in recovery, you have to be careful, right? That you're not always talking about recovery. Like I remember reaching a point with my wife, you know, when she was going through some of her treatment for PTSD, where I was like, hey, um, Babe, you know I love hearing you share about PTSD, and so I really appreciate everything you mentioned. How are you doing apart from this? Like, there's other elements to you that that go beyond this. I would love to hear about some of those too, because I feel like I've heard a lot about the PTSD lately. Um, and so, you know, she was like a little bit shook by that. Like, well, what do you mean? Like, this is so important to me, and like, I'm just sharing my heart. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know it is. 
Um, and and I, I want you to continue to share about it. I would just love to hear some other things as well. And so she was like, oh, okay, I, I get it. You know, it took a little bit of time to get there. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a rookie husband here, only three years in, so plenty to learn. But that's just an example of, of how you can handle this in a way that's going to, like I said, foster connection, um, but at the same time ensure that, you know, your recovery process is not dominating things. And rather than waiting until she asks that of you or she reaches that point where she feels that way, just be proactive, just be be sensitive and just realize, yeah, um, you know what, I've shared a lot about my healing and recovery journey lately. Maybe I'll hold off. Maybe we'll just have an interaction where we talk more about what's going on with her or if you're sharing, then you, maybe you're sharing about a different facet of your life because as as demanding and intensive as recovery can be, uh, especially in the early stages, the truth of the matter is there's more to your life than just recovery, even at those peak points. So that's everything for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, Deep Clean Inner Circle, we're going to be doing live trainings about recovery. We're going to be talking about same-sex attraction. We're going to be talking about how to handle triggers, uh, the difference between lust and attraction. We're going to be talking about strengthening your relationships, strengthening your walk with God, what it looks like to grow in these areas while you pursue recovery, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I would love to see you there. I'd love to meet you myself. And all you have to do is click Join Deep Clean Inner Circle. There's going to be a little application make sure you fill out all three questions otherwise we won't be able to accept you and then the rest is history you're going to be in and you're going to have access to live weekly trainings from yours truly from there on so that's everything for today guys have an amazing day we'll talk soon bye-bye hey everybody it's Sathya again thanks for listening to unleash the man within i wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that i wrote for you called the ultimate guide to porn recovery It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.